Hello, friends. Welcome to another beautiful episode of the Comcast, episode 61. This week's Beer of the Week is the Dank Candy Gummy Haze by 450 North. This is a double IPA with an 8% ABV. 450 North ushers in the age of Dank Candy. Our year-round double IPA series contains ample amounts of juicy resinous hops. That's a big word. Uh, enter the realm of the Humulus Lupulus. Each can in the series packs a different hot blend, creating a rainbow of flavors to taste and explore. Um, personally, I have had 50, 450 North beers. They're based out of Columbus, Indiana. 450 North has a reputation of having this cult-like beer following. I'm not sure how they grew to be so... So, um... They went to a fish concert. Probably. <laughs> I don't know how they grew to be such a, like, a kingdom in, in inside of Columbus, Indiana, when there is another other breweries that are great in that same area, even in that same town. So, every so often, 450 North releases new series of beers, and... By when I, when I say cold following, I mean diehard fans that line up out the door, and it takes all day to get in there. It's not a small, it's not a big brewery. It's a very small brewery, but they produce wonderful beers and they produce great products that keep their fans coming back for more. So go try. You don't even have to try Dent Candy Gummy Haze, even though I recommend it. I recommend every single one of their beers. Honestly, I can't. You can't go wrong. They're very popular. They're very uh, known for their Slurpee beers. So their Slurpee beers, they taste just like a slushy. I, I promise you that. So go get some 450 North beer today. It doesn't matter what it is. It's all great. Now let's get into the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Comcast. I am Ryan, your host. Joining me is Cody here for another week in the studio slash shitty bedroom. Welcome hey. back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode 61. This is the fine, ripe old age of one of our family members who will not be named because once you get a certain age, you do not ask how old somebody is. So we will leave that. Anonymous. Four years from Medicare. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Social Security. Yeah. Whatever it is. Thank you for tuning in to the Comcast in the bedroom. I am your co-host. Yeah. How's it you going? Are. How's it going? <laughs> hey. One week older, one there. one shitty tattoo gained. Yeah. One one week older, one week older, one shitty tattoo gained. But it is not a shitty tattoo. Plot twist. Uh, I did receive another tattoo. <laughs> you received like you got it in the fucking mail. Yeah, I was blessed with another. Amazon sent me another tattoo. <laughs> Amazon sent me another tattoo. I've always, I actually speaking of speaking of like Amazon, uh, I've always wanted to. Have, what, I, besides the fact that I'm your fucking postman and you get all your shit delivered to my house. Besides that, you yeah. Besides you being my my PO box. Yeah. Um, 
So, I've, have you seen those sleeves where it's just like the fake tattoos so you can be like a cool guy, but it's just like a sleeve that yeah, goes over your arm? it was like, it made, got made famous on... Um, Bang, Big Bang Theory? Yeah. When they wore them? Yeah, are you sure? Are you sure that's how they got it? How they first time I fucking seen them. Right. It's just like pantyhose. Yeah. It, but like, it looks like your arm got six shades darker. But yeah, it looks like, yeah, it looks like, so if you're pasty, if your face is pasty, your arm is like... Like like honey brown, like it's it's like it's like it's, it's not like even brown. It got like a it's black. Like, it's it turns like, black. Yeah, it's like stained wood. Like your hair, your your arms is covered in fucking hair. Right before I started getting tattoos, I was like, what if that'd be a decent investment, or I just look like a fucking idiot? Why they did it to get girls and it didn't work in like the goth scene or whatever, and they were all tribals. I don't know. People still get tribals, and tribals were dead like in the early nineties. Yeah, but I guess you can still get some good ones. I guess I mean, so The Rock has a tribal, <laughs> but but like Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a tribal. Yeah, but he's had but it's them. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and he's had them forever. Right. The 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 most speaking of tribal tattoos, the most like out of out of scene um, tattoo that I've ever I ever witnessed in like a movie. Is in Dust Till Dawn um, when George, George Clooney, Clooney when George Clooney his James, fucking neck tattoo. Yeah, George Clooney has a neck slash shoulder tribal tattoo, and you're like, oh, who's this badass? And it's George fucking Clooney before he like invented Nespresso, and now he's you know, and he became like the sexiest man alive. He didn't invent Nespresso. Oh, he well, he like owns Nespresso. Yeah, he in, invested and owns part of the company. And he also owns a, te- a tequila company, so... Right, this was, like, before... If you haven't seen Dust Till Dawn, highly recommend. That's when he was, like, Sexiest Man. No, it was... No, he got Sexiest Man, I think... From, like, Ocean's, after, Ocean's Eleven and shit. I think after he got Batman. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. It was a long time ago. But he's been it a couple times, I believe. Who, Batman? No, not Batman. George Clooney. Like, he's been Sexiest Man a couple times. He looks like, uh, in these pictures, he looks like uh, um, Henry or Henry Ford. Henry Ford. Uh, Harrison Ford right now, because he's got a massive beard. Oh, right now? Yeah, right yeah. now. Well, he's getting up there in age. He looks like the timekeeper. He's doing good. He's got Nespresso, which is Nestle. Oh, yeah, here's- which is Nestle, which are fucking terrible for the environment. Nestle's terrible. Just saying. No, Nestle is god awful. I've actually, so I've been watching. I've been catching up on my watch list. I have there hasn't been really any shows on Netflix that I need to catch up on. So I've been kind of going through my watch list. You don't want to watch Space Force with Steve Carell? It didn't look very interesting to me. What? <laughs> it looked funny. It looked okay. Steve Carell's getting ooh, up there. Yeah, they everybody everybody's getting older. So. So I've been going through my watch list, and I've actually been watching this show called Rotten. And I, okay, it's it's like a it's a very interesting look into certain types of certain types of markets in the world and how they are basically rotten to the core. How they're actually because you know we get our water from somewhere, but other places it's taking their water. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, and, and in the water, <laughs> and there's a water section of the show. So I recommend I recommend the show Rotten. It's it's actually interesting unless you want something. If I think you want to watch something a, funny, a documentary. 
Yeah, technically. If you want to watch something funny, like don't watch that. <laughs> well, okay. But if you want to learn, if you want to learn something, then watch it. So yeah, it's not the, cranky anchors or you no. Know, <laughs> so I in the mother, so. in the actual in the water episode, uh, Nestle is like the devil. They and are. I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, they make kids fat like all over the world, and they steal water from like Chile and Chile. Uh, yeah, that's that's where they get. That's okay. Chile. They just destroy ecosystems. As well yeah, as. and Chile. This is an uh, off topic, but it's another episode in the show. Rotten is where a bulk of the avocados come from. So the, one of the episodes, the very first one, is the avocado market, which is slowly moving out of California because the weather is 100% not good all the time. Yeah. I think I get mine from Mexico. Mexico, Chile, and I think one more place. Guatemala. Maybe, honestly, it might be, but I know Mexico is perfect uh, year round. But see, uh, in the summertime, when the weather's in the good, a lot of people. When the weather is nice. I like that song. Mongo <laughs> Jerry. So. Uh, that's the song that you shared, right? Which one? The Where he died. Didn't he die? Mongo Jerry? Yeah. I have no fucking idea. No, 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 no. Whoa, no. That's. Mongo Jerry's not. Um, uh, what is it? Is it. Um, I can't remember. Is it East East Asian Heritage Month or Island? I, it's um, um. Let me. Okay, Asian Heritage Month. I can't remember if it's East Asian Heritage Month or Asian Pacific Heritage Month. No, that is. Uh, I, I cannot remember his name. I don't remember. He Google has a, had him up there. He has a very. He has a very very long name. Um. Either anyway, Nestle. Back back to the avocados. avocados. Back to the avocados. Uh, so basically, so this time of year in the summer and into the fall is when uh, a lot more California avocados will be sold. But then after that, Mexico and Chile and everything else just kind of takes over, and they send they don't send near as many here because California can can provide for them. But also, like everything's drying out. And big corporations are taking like you know like family farms. It's nothing new. We've heard we've heard the big the big farm uh, you know things before. Everybody has. So yeah, but I I I it's interesting. It's very interesting to me. But no, Nestle is like the devil. So yeah, don't but buy don't <clears throat> buy bottled water unless you really really fucking have to. Not like but the I crazy like thing is like they have their <clears throat> they have their eggs in like a bunch of different baskets. And, like, you can go online and print out a list of all the shit that they own, and you wouldn't believe all the stuff that they own. Nestle owns uh, almost everything, like, food and snack related. Like, seriously. They they own a lot of stuff. Uh, It's, uh, okay, so the for, for Pacific Asian Month, I can't believe I forgot his name, but he has a very, very long, complicated last name for me to pronounce. Uh, it's Israel, uh, Kamalaka, Awa, um, sorry, I'm going to fuck it up, uh, but I love, I love his songs, Kamalaka, Awiwo, Ole, Kamalaka, Awila, Away. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, I don't, like, like I said, I don't know how that's pronounced, but I, we, I, I might be able to, Google pronounce it. Google it just, Translate. It just reminds me of Joe Joe Coy's 
comedy special when he was in Hawaii. He's like, <laughs> all your streets have so many A's in it. Kahawahaha. <laughs> all that shit. Oh, man. I need to go to Hawaii. Everybody says it's still beautiful there. Of course. Um, it's, it's, uh, of course it's beautiful. It's, but they say it's like the legit place to vacation because everybody is just like so nice and, you know, really takes care of you. As soon as you get off like the plane or, you know, the boat or however the fuck you get there, who takes a boat to Hawaii anymore, really? So I looked up Google translation for it. Uh, so it's, uh, Kamaka Vivo Ole. Kamaka Vivo Ole. I, some, some, okay. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Does freaking, it have a speaker? Uh, <laughs> not on here. You'll say you could hit it. Because we've done that before. <laughs> Translation. I don't think Google can do it. Pronunciation. <laughs> I don't think Google do it. No, when I, when I actually, when I asked, because um, I have an, an Amazon Alexa in my house, when I asked, when I asked her to play it, she actually pronounced it right. So I ha- I can't find a, a like a I voice translation at all. But no, uh, uh, Israel K. I'm just you know K. Um, no, great fucking a great uh, singer, great artist. Uh, sadly, you know, passed away at the age of 38. Um, but he was he was a he was a very very large gentleman. Um, but who also, in such a short time, won the hearts of basically the whole island of Hawaii. Um, and in one of his videos, uh, if you haven't heard this, his songs, Over the Rainbow, it's the um, the Hawaiian-sounding uh, version of it. I'm pretty sure it's one of the all-time top versions of that song, or any song. In my, in my opinion, I love that song. Um, I listened to it on the day, um, on the day that they posted at the very beginning of, or, uh, in the middle of the month of May for Asia Pacific month. Uh, I listened to that song like six times that day. It's a, it's a very interesting song. I could play it. Do you want me to play part of it? Okay. Um, but it's over the rainbow. Um, Amazing song. So he died at the age of 38. He was spamming eggs. Well, he was a, he was a, a very large man. Um, but, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be shitty if he died in a car crash, Cody? <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to say he probably died from complications, uh, from being large. I'm not sure how he died. It doesn't say complications of being large. He was a very large man. He got stuck in his own house. <laughs> don't, don't talk shit. I'm not talking shit, but you just said complications of being large. He's a, he's a Hawaiian hero. All right. Well, we're not in Hawaii. We're in Indiana. I would I I would really like to go to Hawaii. I just I would like to see a volcano, but I would not like to be on it when it explodes. They haven't had an explosion in a while. I don't think. It, I mean, it's constantly flowing because that's how Hawaii was fucking created. Yeah, it's you know paradise on earth is slowly but surely going to like burn alive. Yeah, and they say that your ocean. fucking baby's gonna burn. <laughs> your baby's gonna burn. That was the squirreliest thing about last episode. We actually, about last episode, we hope you all enjoyed a guest for once. I know with Ryan and I here, it might get boring sometimes. Nah. But you love us. But we uh, we hope that you did enjoy last week's episode with uh, with Cheyenne on. Uh, I know it's probably a pleasant change, but look forward to more guests in the very near future. Uh, especially, uh, we're going to be making a move. Um, 
We're going to be moving the studio to another location, so hopefully it'll be a little bit easier for guests to come, um, and we'll be producing even better content then. So just look forward to that near future, because um, I know it's I'm, I'm excited for it, to be honest with you. Excited for what? The move? The move and having more and more guests on, honestly. Because uh, with the move of the studio, it's going to make the accessibility of guests coming to the studio a lot easier. And then we can also, in turn, that'll help produce better episodes. Because, I mean, I like when guests are on. I think it helps us a little bit. I think, uh, personally, I think that... People might get tired of me and you talking. I don't know. That's just how I feel. It's like self-conscious. But also, I kind of get me and you tired of me and you just talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. So tell me how you really feel. <clears throat> well, having having Cheyenne on last week was a nice change. To have another voice to state their opinion or to have words in the conversation. It's nice. Yeah, she said three fucking words. <laughs> Those three fucking words were cherished. Yeah, and she got the... the the episode titled after yeah, what she said. So. Exactly. She, she was pretty pumped about that whenever she saw it. Right? So Well, she has she doesn't have much to hope for, so any little thing. She happens. doesn't have much to hope for. No. You she, mean she doesn't have much to say. Uh, that too. <clears throat> she has no hope. She's pathetic. <laughs> I did not say she's pathetic. <laughs> she doesn't have much to look forward to. She's a very boring person. Wow. It's okay. Good thing she's not here. All right. Now, let's talk about your tattoo. Okay. Woo. We've been putting it off for a while. A, 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah. A, A, it's it's good. Ha <laughs> ha! Motherfucker, I win. Suck my dick, you piece of shit. But, like, it matches nothing on your arm. It's, all the other stuff is shit. That's good. There's always gotta be something. <clears throat> There's always gotta be something. Yeah, like, You're it, like a millennial. But, like, I uh, love this, but... But like a th- you're also a piece of human garbage. A thousand years from now, when they find your fucking crusty dead body, and they're just uh, they, they look at your arm with all your tattoos and shit, and it's like fucking cave paintings on the wall. And he's like, "Oh, that is early yeah. artwork." Okay, I, I hope you know. Cool. Like, I, I'd like to see you draw a picture of a stick figure with a throwing a spear into a boar. So like, they were pretty dumb back then. Anyway, they drew it with their own poop. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was not poop. <laughs> when, or, they, when they look at your your freaking skeletonized body when you got smushed between two rocks and try to look at your tattoos, it's like I love how you just think this is just like a Lord of the Flies moment. But like, just, I'm, the, I'm that fat kid on Lord of the Flies, and sadly, that's the saddest. He part just of got flattened. He got flattened uh, because they murdered him with a boulder. Yeah, piggy. <laughs> That was his name. Yeah, they called him Piggy. Okay, like they because he was fat. Yeah, it's early. It's bullying. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's like it's like early form stuck on an island bullying. It's like it's like it's like the version. Of it's like yeah, if you want to see how big a pieces of shit kids can be, yeah. they tried to fucking kill each other. Yeah, they tried to murder each other just because not, he was fat and wore glasses. Yeah, that is it. It was it was Piggy and the main character. And they literally pushed a. If you haven't seen Lord of the Flies, you have to fucking look it up. So a group of kid, a group of school kids, get lost on an island, and they're uh, like all the adults are dead, and they're basically living on this fucking island for God knows how long. And it's just this fat kid named Piggy and another kid that's like the rebellious kid, 
and um, they're facing up against the entire group of other boys, and they're kind of like outcasted. So they got this little tribe, and they're actively trying to kill Piggy and the other kid. Yeah. Literally, I mean, murder them on this island. Um, And sadly, Piggy uh, gets uh, fucking roadrunnered, by a boulder on a cliff, it was, and it's the saddest move. It was movie. never Roadrunner because the Roadrunner always got away. He got Wiley Coyote. He got Wiley Coyote by <laughs> a he didn't walk into a wall. Yeah, he, he got Wiley Coyote by a fucking boulder off of a cliff, and it smashes this poor yeah, kid. But he didn't fucking accordion back. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah, he oh, no, Piggy died, and yeah, uh, yeah uh, it was very sad. And they <laughs> broke his glasses, and he couldn't see. Fucking assholes. Director Harry Hook. Ooh, somebody's here. Sorry, uh, if you if you guys can hear Bo in the background, he barks at nonsense. I don't know what he's barking at. There's Piggy. Yep, he, uh... The Daniel oh, Pipoli. Daniel Popoli and Brian Jacobs. So, Daniel Popoli, uh, I'm going to guess is Piggy. I don't know. I have no idea. All right, but quit changing the subject. Back on your tattoo. So, whenever, a thousand years from now, when they find your your corpse and they see all your, your artwork and shit, they're just going to determine, like, oh, this guy has, like, an arrow. And he's like, oh, maybe he was a good hunter. And he sees a compass. Oh, he knows he knows his, his directions and shit. And he's like, oh, it looks like he might be, a, you know, a, a religious man. He's got this phrase on his arm. And then he's a cactus. Like, huh, determining by this, it looks like this guy was a huge prick. <laughs> Indubitably, Basil. Yeah. No, I, uh, the rest of my tattoos so far have just been, um, just regular black line work. Um, they, they do have meaning to me. They, uh, which all of them do, but I, I, they were just kind of the standard tattoo. Like nobody really goes out for their first tattoo. Your first is basically your first. Yeah. Your first tattoo never really goes out and you're like, you never really go out and you're like, I want like genuine fucking artwork on my body and it's going to mean something to me. I mean, know. some people do. Yeah, some people do. It's it's not... It, you don't hear a lot of people about that. It's mainly just something that they've been wanting. They get a butterfly. So the first three I've been wanting, and they are... It is good. I mean, it's good work. I uh, I stand by the artist's work on all of them. But this one is... Was a very particular tattoo to me. Uh, I was there all day. Um, uh, all day? Yeah. Okay, so here's how this works. Uh, shout out to... I know he listens to this sometimes, so shout out to one of my friends, one of my one of my buddies. Uh, he does comedy with me sometimes. He's a great tattoo artist. Um, his name is uh, Taryn. Uh, you can look him up on Instagram. I'm from Indiana. That is his handle. For real? <laughs> yeah, that's his handle. Tar- Taryn's handle is I'm from Indiana. He runs Crybaby Tattooing uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. So go look him up. Look up his shit. It is he is a fantastic artist. He is phenomenal. He's tattooed all over the country, as far as I know. Um, he's a great guy. He's got a, a, a nice small studio in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, I went there. I know him. Uh, I, I told. I, I know him. I, I, I know him. <laughs> I, I I particularly I wanted a certain thing. I, I wanted this t- this particular type of cactus, and this is how I wanted it. But I didn't know the colors. I didn't know the 
the texture. I didn't know how big. I just knew I wanted it in this, like this size of my arm, and I wanted this type of cactus. Other than that, I had no idea. So the reason why I liked, I like uh, going there. I, I, I wanted Taryn to do this. I wanted this particular artist to do this, and I wanted to go there is because I love his work. I like how he does it. Mine was a special occasion, of, uh, but he, this is the way he does all of his things. He he likes to honestly take his time, um, sit down with you, talk about it, trace out a general, a, like a general outline of what you want, and then we sat down together. We drew it all out together on his. Uh, we drew it all out together, and then picked all the colors. Uh, if, if I didn't like something, we could change it. If, uh, he made suggestions and we wound up with this finished product and then we finally started into tattooing and it was, it took the course of the whole day. So if you've got all day, it, it mine was, mine took a little bit longer than usual because we sat there and talked a lot too, but, uh, this is his particular flow that he likes to do things. He likes to sit down with the person he wants. He, he understands that it might take longer than it should. But at the end of the day, if you love your product and it's exactly the finished product and it's exactly what you wanted to the exact T, which mine is 100%, I am 100% satisfied, um, then that is the way he likes to do things. And I am, I am a complete fan of this, of this way. I've never been into a tattoo shop that does it this way. Um, Taryn is very unique. So I highly recommend him. So go check him out at Crybaby, uh, Crybaby Tattoos in Bloomington, Indiana. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, you can contact him. You can DM him on Instagram at I'm I'm from Indiana. Is his handle? I'm from Indiana. Uh, his name's Taryn. Um, I highly recommend it, guys. If you're in the market for a tattoo, his style is awesome. He's a wonderful artist. So I'm 100% pleased with this tattoo. And Ryan decided not to be a prick, legitimately, and he actually liked it. And I knew he would. So, but my first three. We're just, you know, tattoos I've wanted. And this, I was kind of like, you know, I want something that's going to like pop on my arm. Something, some kind of artwork on my arm. And I mean, I walked out with this and it's it, literally, this is to a T exactly what I wanted. It really is. Now you got to cover all the other bullshit up. No, I'm not going <laughs> to cover it up because they all mean something to me. But this is to a T exactly what I wanted. He did a great job. Um, it's a small, great little studio. Highly recommend it, guys. So I highly recommend it. So hit up. I'm from Indiana, or go follow him. Um, he appreciates all the love that um, that I give him, and uh, I'm sure I'm giving him some love because he's a does great, he now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I recommend him. I recommend him all the time to people. Um, yeah, like so, I said, it looks good. So go follow him on Instagram. I'm from Indiana, and this is my fourth tattoo, and I'm one so happy with it, and I'm glad you like it too. Um, yeah, I was talking to people working. They're like, oh, how's they're like, how's Cody doing? How's Cody doing? And I'm like, oh, he's doing good. He's getting in there tattooing. And like, what do you mean another one? I was like, this is gonna be number four. They're like, what? What? And I was like, yeah. And it's all on one arm too. And they're all different things. And they're like, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah. But who oh, says, well. oh my gosh? Out of a few people, maybe I made it up. I don't know. Voldemort, thou who shall not be named. But so, um, this is a. The, okay, so this is okay. It's been a weird week, everybody. Oh Let, fuck yeah! Let's just go ahead and address this right now. This has been a weird week. Corona is fake. Now that we got <laughs> Epstein killed himself. Now that or didn't kill himself. Sorry. 
Um, now that we well, got not, not judging by this, he probably did. Now he probably we, did. <laughs> now that we got the intros out of the way, I know this is a fucked up week so far. I know this is a very trying week for everybody. It's a very stressful week, and it is a very it's been a stressful fucking year. Twenty twenty yeah. can fuck itself in the butt. And I literally in twenty nineteen. In December, I was like, I'm... 2020 is going to be our fucking year, man. I'm pretty <laughs> sure my words were, and I quote, I'm ready for the next year to see what it has to offer. This. this is the, we are here in fucking May, and the world is crumbling around us. But I, I know, I understand that it is a very stressful time. It's a very worry, worrisome time right now, guys. But we're going to make it through it. Um, uh, you we, know, We jumped out of quarantine into fucking chaos and right. anarchy. Which, honestly, and it's been a long time coming. It really has. Um, this is a thing that should not be stood for. This is a thing that has to change and it has to stop. So, um, but we can, all, we can only do our part in this to help change it. But... Also, it's uh, uh, so just just be careful out there, everybody. I I'm not I'm not telling you not to go out there and and protest peacefully and um and march with people that uh, have similar views. I'm not telling you that. I'm just telling you to be safe. Don't be involved with the people that are destroying the places where we live. It's it's a very it's a very anti um, it's very anti what we're trying to accomplish here. We're trying to accomplish what we need to, to accomplish peacefully, and that is not the way to do it. So everybody just be safe out there. Um, if you're going to peacefully protest, do it peacefully. In quotations, peacefully protest. Because that's the only way that we're going to get anywhere. Um, and if people change, people have to change. This situation has to change. It cannot continue on any longer. It is uncalled for, unnecessary, um, and it's injustice, and we have to make a change. But I, I am agreeing. Go, go do your part and peacefully protest. Just yeah, peacefully protest. But I will say, if you're gonna stand in front of anything, a vehicle, a semi, whether it be, you know the risks. You know what you do. If you're gonna go out and do that shit, you know the risks. Don't. Don't be like, oh, they pepper sprayed me and shit. If you're going out there to do that shit, realize what could fucking happen. If, like, the National Guard's already been called, you know, for Indiana, you know, realize what could fucking happen. Don't go out there thinking, oh, you know, this is peaceful, and then you start getting in with it, and then you get all upset when shit happens. It, it, no, realize what you're getting into. Realize what could fucking happen, and just stay home, and peaceful protests online like we should through through quarantine well, no people people can go out and peacefully protest yeah they can peacefully protest but then you get bad egg and once one starts right. then it just it just, just just if you see uh, we we are fucking idiots so by all means if you don't want to listen to us don't listen to us right but what i'm saying is i don't want to see anybody i don't want to see anybody get run over i don't want to see anybody right? get run over i don't want to see anybody's livelihoods burned to the ground. These are people's livelihoods. Their entire savings, their entire family savings uh, are gone. They're being burned by people who live in their community. So go out and support... And you really... Then those companies don't give right. a shit. Yeah. And like Louis, Louis Vuitton got the ransacked and all that shit. Those companies are insured. 
You're yeah. doing them a fucking favor. So go out and support your cause. Stand with the people that agree with you. Stand with the people that support who you are and what you're fighting for. Um, we The Comcast agrees with you, but we do not support the destruction no. of the cities around us. We do not support that at all. So um, do, your, do your protests, but... What I'm saying is, just realize what you're doing. Like, if you're people, when you start doing that, when they, when people, when you block a vehicle on the highway or something like that, and they're terrified, they don't know what to fucking do. Realize, put yourself in their shoes. It's a very if a, scary if a, moment. If a, a, a hundred people were coming at you all at once, and you just you're just trying to get fucking home, you're just trying to do whatever. Like I saw one in Texas. This this people were coming back from a barrel racing competition with the thing. And they almost ran somebody fucking over. Right. Or they, I think they did run somebody don't, over, honestly. You can peaceful protest, but don't block the interstate in downtown California. Like, that's. If they're moving, if they're continuing to move, get the fuck out of the way. That's not going to hit you home, guys. Don't put yourself in danger. People, look, look, guys, I don't think people are understanding. The world knows what's happening. You don't have to throw yourself in traffic. To, to make a statement. You don't have to do that. Don't put yourself in danger. Just if you, and if some, if you're at a protest or at a rally or at a walk, if you see something going down that doesn't look like it's, it's in the agenda for that day, like something that might happen, something that might possibly be bad for everybody around there, uh, police, citizens, and bystanders alone, just leave. Yeah. Just leave. Don't contribute. Don't film it on your fucking we're, phone. We're all fucking people, man. Just leave. This was one incident that, like, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and this, the the person said it exactly how exactly what happened. It was just if you throw a balloon against a wall enough, it'll pop, and that's what fucking happened. One man did something, and it sparked a fucking forest fire, and that's what's going on right now. But don't put don't put yourself in danger. Realize that these people are just people. They're not racist. They didn't kill this person. They didn't kill George Floyd. These are just people and cops. They have to do their fucking job. Everybody's scared. Yeah, they you have might, to go you out might there. be scared. You might be out there for a cause. But they are just as scared, and that is what gets people's heads turning. Right. And fear is the worst thing in somebody's life because you do the craziest shit in the world because you are terrified. So don't do not do not. Do not blame other officers out there for what this one piece of shit did. Um, and we, I, I know, like I said, we don't know fucking anything. By all means, if you don't want to listen to us, please do not right. listen to us. Black lives matter, but all lives but matter I feel as like, well. I feel like we are coming from a good place. We just don't want to see anybody. To I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't want to see people's. Literally, people's homes and livelihoods. So, imagine if you owned a business, it got burnt to the ground, you were going to pass that down to your children, and then their children, and then their children, you don't have it anymore. Right. It's gone. Your entire livelihood is gone. And I would imagine advise everybody that. to go listen to the Killer Mike speech. Yeah, the that Killer, uh, Killer Mike, who is a, a rapper, um, he uh, was on the news in Atlanta, Um and it just goes to show that even Killer Mike didn't really know what else to say. No. It's just... It what needs can to, you fucking say? It needs to stop. He's a black and, man and he feels right, hate. Right. But he doesn't want to see anybody get hurt either or people, right. neighborhoods get burned down. It needs to stop. This, this needs to stop. But also, the people who are destroying 
the cities that you live in, the city that you're there to protest for. These people are destroying your city. So, like I said, just we don't want to see anybody get hurt. We are with you. We are with, we are with the right cause. We are not for anybody but justice and the right. We are here for the right thing. Yeah. We are here for the, the, the correct thing, the right thing to do. So we just don't want to see anybody hurt. And if you're going to protest, protest peacefully. We don't want to see anybody in danger. But when shit starts, like when they start calling in the cops and all that stuff, Fucking leave. Just leave. Because if you've seen the videos, the cops are scared. They, they've they been given a command to get everybody off the street. And I've seen videos where people are walking away. And they'll just mace them in the face and push them and all this stuff. Just fucking run. Just run away. Leave. Leave before the shit you hits can, the You fan. can protest again. Yeah. Come back the next day. Yeah. You can protest again. But here's the thing. I mean, police officers, they're not immortal. They're people no, they're just like... They're fucking people too. And if, they're terrified. If Ryan and I... If, if my job wasn't what it was, then... And if I... So if I didn't have this job and I was a cop, I would be fucking terrified. Yep. If there was 100, 200, 300 people in front of me screaming at me... For what one man that I have no affiliate and I do not agree with did. Yeah. So just be safe out there. And let's end this conversation because there's nothing really else we can say about it. No. It just needs to end. Yeah. It, it does, guys. So we are with you. Just be safe out there. Uh, in the coronavirus, in this in this tragic time. Yeah, that time, fucking went away. <laughs> be, be safe. Be safe, everybody. I think it did go up, though. Like the the cases. The Comcast loves you and just be safe. Yeah, but everybody forgot about the fucking coronavirus. So, in other news, um, a bear follows a child on a hike. And not just any bear, a giant fucking grizzly bear. Do you want me to play the video? Why does this look like from the, it's from the 1970s? It's, it's just a video. Like it's Jeremiah Johnson. It's not. So, this is in Rome. An Italian family's mountain hike took a... Whoa. A, like, in Italy? Yeah, in Italy. Italy has grizzly bears. They have mountains. That doesn't mean they have fucking grizzly bears. Yeah, it's the right climate. I mean, they have winters. I don't think so. So, this is in Rome. An Italian family's mountain hike took a, a hair-raising turn after a brown bear, which is a grizzly bear, um, followed a child down a mountain path... Uh, during a day out, um, in the video, uh, the 12 year old Alessandro or Alessandro can be seen walking slowly toward his stepfather. It's not a grizzly bear. It's a mar, it's a Mariskin brown bear. Okay. So it's not a grizzly bear. Okay. So grizzly bears are only native to the U S it's a critically endangered population of Eurasian, Eurasian brown bear. And they're in the mountains of Italy. Wow. That's cool. Yep. So is it like as big as a grizzly bear then? Does it say like a size? Um, it, it's a big bear. It looks like a grizzly bear, but it's it's a different breed. Yeah. Uh, so it says it's a different to, breed. It says, like it's a fucking corgi. It says it's a different can, breed. It says they can get up to six six. Six foot six. Yeah, and they live for thirty five years. Oh fuck! And let's just say, people, you can't. Nobody can outrun a bear. A bear can run thirty five miles an hour. I think they're bigger than black bears, but the grizzlies are fucking huge. This looks like a, 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 a grizzly bear, but it's just the uh, the cousin. It's right. the European cousin. It's Antonio. It says they're endangered, though. Uh, I imagine uh, that region probably 
Because if you believe in Pangea uh, back in the beginning of and time. You have to 500 pounds. 500 pounds? Yeah. The big bitch. So, so back, if you believe in Pangea, which Pangea was the, the continent that the contained all the other continents today. So, and then in the event, everything broke away and separated into the they're, ocean. They're just in the very north of Italy. Okay. But it's, it says... Which Rome is in northern... <laughs> Rome is in northern Italy. Like it says, these bears are known to be omnivores in nature, mainly eating berries while occasionally eating small animals, such as chickens and other livestock. Also and 12-year-old boys. Also little boys. <laughs> yeah. So, but so, so Pangea and then every continent broke off into the ocean and made its own little, like, trek across the world. So if you believe in that... Well, yeah. Honestly, I think that's where, you know... If you believe the, in evolution, you believe in... Yeah, Pangea. with the Bering Strait and everything else, this... I mean, they look just like a grizzly bear. They're just a smaller cousin. So, uh, the boy's stepfather can be heard trying to coax the boy to keep moving Come forward. Come here, little boy. <laughs> you think this boy, like, has no idea that this fucking bear He doesn't. Him? He has no idea. He's just like, Come on, man. Let's go. So, um... You don't... Was, uh, you don't run. See, there it is. Mar- uh, Mar- Maraskin? Brown bear? Yeah, Maraskin brown bear. So, Alexandra was picking up Marsican? pine cones. Marsican brown bear. In the bushes where the family believes the bear, uh, which they identified as a Maraskin brown bear, had been sleeping. Oh, oh, what's this fucking brown boulder in here? It's like, it smells like shit and like berries. He's just chilling. So, I noticed that, so this is the stepfather. Um... So I noticed that he was moving and I told him, Alessandro, to walk slowly, to be careful that I will take a picture, but to move. Um, so this kid does know. I was nervous. Uh, so uh, I was nervous at first. You're using your son as fucking bait for Instagram. I was nervous at first, but then saw that the bear was not scared, was not acting. So I calmed down. He's not what? scared because he's a 500 pound He's not a fucking bear. movie bear. He's not acting. Of like, course. Like, like fucking John Stamos didn't like, hey, here's funny. Let's go to Rome and put a bear in the woods. He's done pulling out a fucking I don't, I don't know why I said John Stamos. Like, <laughs> like this is like a, this is like a, this is the deleted scene from Full House <laughs> where they put a brown bear in the woods in Italy. Uh, so Alexandra, on the other hand, remained relaxed during the encounter, and at one stage, he can even be heard saying, this is so cool. You guys are fucking morons. That's like when people go hiking in the Rocky Mountains, and there's buffalo there, yeah. it says, keep 50, or keep 200 feet away from the buffalo, and they're walking right by a fucking buffalo. Yeah. And then that girl got, like, almost murdered by the buffalo. Yeah. I think we had that article on here. Like, well, the thing was, the thing with that story was... I think we we found it. She went, her and her boyfriend went, her boyfriend got mauled. Yeah. And then he was in the hospital and she went back and then she got mauled by the buffalo. So eventually the brown bear loses interest and turns away in Alessandro. Yeah, because he noticed that there's fucking uh, four other people there. Yeah, he came here and asked, Alessandro asked his stepfather, did you take the picture? Did you take the picture? Jesus. The family decided to share the video on Facebook. Once they realized what an incredible experience they had captured on film. Yeah, your son almost it's got a, eaten. Okay, so now, like, if National Geographic videotaped this, a rare Italian mountain brown bear, that's awesome. Not this. And we'll go ahead and play this video. Because I've got to see this shit. I bet this shit's fucking scary. I'd be fucking scared out of my damn mind, dude. I don't know how the volume is. You might have to fuck with it. But, um... 
That's not it. Sorry, it's a sorry. We got to add real quick. Got to get rid of it. It's got to. Yeah, yeah, but they, they were using this kid as bait. Yeah, it was like if they if that kid was like uh, fifty yards away from his parents, that bear would have fucking snatched his ass. Shit. You know what pisses me off? Ads that have a timer and not a skip. Don't give your back to him. Don't give your back to him? Your back is to him! He's seen the bear. Yeah, he fucking sees it. it looks like the bear's waving. No, he's standing up. Oh, shit. <laughs> that, is a, that is easily a 500-pound black bear. Oh, my God. They finally just gave up. Uh, let's just say that that kid... Oh my god, he's still fucking coming. Now he's standing up trying to peek over the bushes. Let's just say if if the kid, Alessandro, was 10 feet closer, that bear probably would have murdered him. And then he just kind of took off down the mountainside. Fuck yeah. At least I got to see an endangered brown bear. Said the, it said the child was thrilled about the experience and was not nervous at all. You've been nervous shit. if your head gotten ripped off. Like, like this could have been the Italian Revenant. That kid was pissing his pants. In five seconds, this could have been the Italian Revenant. And it's like, like it's Alessandro DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> it gets his fucking head ripped that, off. Like, like I said, if that bear, like, if that bear wasn't, didn't see that dad, like, he would have just ran after that kid. And I think if that kid wasn't, didn't kept turning around, that, that bear would have kept coming because it kept, it kept looking. You're not supposed to look into their eyes. Uh, it's, I don't think that's real. No, you know, no, you're not supposed to make direct contact into black, uh, grizzly bears' eyes, particularly, okay, the brown bears' eyes. If you look in their eyes, it means you're, like, threatening them and they'll fucking murder you. I don't know. I did see a video the other day. I think it it was in Alaska or Canada or one of those one of those snow-covered states uh, that this car was just coasting by and this grizzly bear was walking on the side of, like, a, uh, so, so, like, it's a place where it snows a lot and the snow banks were, like, really high on the side of the road. And she had like four of her. Oh, had, I saw that too. She had four babies. Three. Three babies. Two of them hopped up on top of the snowbank with her. And then the other one couldn't make it. And they just kind of, the car just kind of like filming it. And they stopped. And the mother bear sees the car and looks over. And she hops down to help her baby up. And then she looks over and notices the car. And then she fucking darts yeah. towards that those people in that car. And they fucking take off really fast. Nobody can outrun a bear. A bear can run 35 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. That's crazy fast. That's just like the moose and shit like that. And like the- yeah, moose can run like 30 miles an hour. And that's a 2,000-pound animal. It's, it's the like, number uh, one- it's the moose is I think is the number one. Well, you see like, like animal videos. related death in Alaska or something like that. Mm, I don't know about that, but like you see like the yaks in like uh, other countries and stuff where cars pull up and like watch them migrate across the. Not a yak, it's an elk. Huh? A yak is a cow. You haven't seen the yaks do no. it before? They're like the. I thought fur- you meant like the elk. No, they're like the furry, the furry cow looking buffalo things. Yeah, and like in cold countries, but they'll be riding and like. 
people be riding in cars and they'll be filming them going across the road and then you get like that dominant male comes up and smack and it head busts the front of your car and shit and like the moose do that the elk do that the elk I saw a video of the elk uh, the mm-hmm. other day where he was just like spearing p- people with his fucking antlers and people are like videotaping and shit and then he just like takes off after them they're like oh fuck <laughs> there was this one really popular video a few years back uh, in certain cities in I think it's Colorado uh, there is a there's a t- small town or a city where the city popped up and this uh, in the middle of this elk migrating path uh-huh. and the the migration path has been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. I mean, it's ingrained in their generations, yeah. so they know to go this way through the mountains and through this city. Well, the city popped up and the elk still fucking go through it. It's like thousands of elk over the course of like a couple weeks. Go through, just walk through the streets, and they walk through this town, and then go back up the, into the mountains on the other side. And it's like that Earth After Dark, whenever the the, the elephants, yeah, they, they've yeah. been migrating for, you know, 50 years or whatever. No, they've been migrating for hundreds of years. Yeah, but like the elders are like, they just, they, this town just popped up in the right. middle. It's in, uh, it's in India. Yeah. It's in India. Yeah, this town, this little, this town just popped up. And they just migrate through yeah, the town. they have to wait. Yeah, that these full-grown elephants have to wait for darkness to walk through the fucking streets of this town. And there's just, like, people, and you see people are like, they just kind of like, what the fuck? It's, there's it's, a goddamn elephant in the middle of the road. It's funny because they know where, where they're going, but, like, some will get, some will, like, Go up different streets and stuff, and find like an orange tree or whatever, and like eat the leaves and shit and yeah, stuff and like they that. Hurry, they gotta, then they gotta hurry up and move on, and it takes them like six fucking hours to get through the town. Yeah, but they have to do that twice a year. They have to go there, there and back mm-hmm. every year. It's insane. And then you also have in Dubai or some city in India with the we think we talked about it before with the leopards. The yeah. le- the leopards come down. Um, during certain times of the year, and they're just kind of hanging out, and they eat, like, dogs and yeah, cats they, and wild pigs. But, like, these four drunk guys are, like, walking back to their place or whatever, and you just see this fuck. They walk over a bridge, and you see just this, this leopard sitting on this concrete thing just fucking watching them walk across this yeah, bridge. Yeah, a full-grown fucking, like, 60-pound leopard that can murder, like, at least three of them. I don't think it's 60 pounds. I think it's bigger than that. It's probably 100 pounds. <laughs> I don't think a leopard weighs 100 pounds. Oh, what? It's a giant fucking cat. How much does a full-grown leopard weigh? <laughs> it's not a 60-pound leopard. Bo is 50 pounds. And he's a big bag of garbage. So, no weighs more than Bo 60. is not a bag of garbage. He's a he's a bag of potatoes. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. So, a full-grown leopard... Oh, shit. Okay, never mind. You were right. A full-grown leopard weighs between 82 and 200 pounds. Yeah. The lifespan of a leopard is 12 to, uh, excuse me, 17 years. That's not so, long at all. Huh? That's not long at all. That's just long. That's longer than a mastiff. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a lot longer than a mastiff, which mastiffs, big dogs, they cost a lot, but they last like seven years. Yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I remember I was listening to Burt Kreischer's podcast and they have, a, they got a mastiff. He's like, biggest fucking mistake of my life. And after three or four, three years, I think they had to get her first knee surgery. And he's like, he's like, so is she gonna be all right? He's like, oh no. He's like, you'll be back. He's like, this is the first. He's like, the first. He goes, oh yeah, you'll be back. Like you got to get like all fucking knees replaced. 
Huh. Like she had that like after year three, like his dog had to have like the first knee replaced, and then you got like three more after that. That's crazy. And it was like two thousand dollars or something crazy. I don't know. So don't buy a Mastiff unless you want to spend the unless it's like buying a Ferrari. If you can afford the insurance, you can afford the upkeep. If you can afford the insurance and the upkeep, buy a Ferrari. But if you can't, don't buy one. So right. if you want to, if you want to pay for all four knee replacements like an old fucking withered man for your Mastiff. Do that. You can have all the Mastiffs. All right. Let's get into some new shit. Okay. So, this first one I have here, it's a a gross one. It's fucking disgusting. It's a gross one. So, um, in-ear headphones. So, headphones that actually go in your ear. So, such as like pods. Now, this is not for everybody, okay? No, such as pods. (laughs) This is for this nasty fuck. Right. (laughs) Such as ear pods. Um, So... Uh, so these in-ear headphones have caused black forest, a black forest of fungus to grow in this boy's ear. So in-ear headphones caused a black forest of fungus to grow in a boy's ear. Um, so the 10-year-old boy... Okay, this is a nasty 10-year-old boy. Like, if this was my 10-year-old boy, I'd be like, you are fucking disgusting. And I know... Oh, you, you know, you see where it's at. Yeah, so this China. happened. this happened in Beijing, China. And we're not saying anything about the Chinese people, just this one 10-year-old boy. Um, They're all disgusting. Earlier this month, after he started to feel discomfort in his ears, uh, according to the reports, the young boy uh, wore the earphones for long periods of time, which is why doctors believe the fungus had started to grow. Uh, Ear, nose, and throat specialists uh, shared the photos with the Maternal and Child Health Hospital. Um... Let's see. To demonstrate what they found in the boy's ear. So, uh, Dr. Wu was a doctor that uh, was performing uh, the analysis on this boy. Uh, described what they saw as a black forest of fungus. And it is... Let me just zoom in on it for you, Ryan. It is literally fucking... So, take like a take like a Petri dish and just get it all on a cotton swab. And shove it way deep down in your fucking ear hole. That is exactly what this looks like. It is fucking gnarly, people. Like, leave some bread out for like... It's like little microscopic mushrooms. Yeah, leave some <laughs> leave some bread out for like ever. And then just shove it in your fucking ear. And then, like, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's thought that the earphones had trapped moisture in his warm ear, creating the perfect environment for the mold to grow. The 10-year-old is also said to have uh, liked to pick his ear, uh, which doctors suggest is most likely how spores were transferred from the hand into his ear to create the patient's ear canal. It's like a little ecosystem. It's like a little ecosystem. Yeah, it's like a little ecosystem. <laughs> look, Mom. I got, look, Mom. I got ants in my head. <laughs> I can feel them took in my brain. So uh, to clear the patient's ear canal, Dr. Wu put him on a course of antifungal medication. Dude's got a yeast infection. (laughs) And the young boy has uh, since go on to make a full recovery. Following the unusual case, Dr. Wu has advised people to keep their ears as dry as possible in order to discourage the growth of fungus. And I know, I think we've talked about this. I I know I've talked about this earlier in an earlier episode. Um, Wearing headphones in ear, over ear, whatever can cause the bacteria to... So we have bacteria in our ears, in our nose, all around us, but we have particular bacteria that keep out infections in our ears and in our nose. So the actual covering or in-ear headphones can makes the bacteria that produces your earwax um, 
multiplied by like fucking like exponentially more. So you will, it'll cause you to actually have more earwax in your ear, which is a fucking nuisance. So this kid is just an everyday dirty 10 year old boy. And, uh, he unfortunately had, um, some fungus grow in his ear canal, which I, I don't know if that he don't would give be, a fuck. I, no, he don't give a fuck. He's back to work. I don't know him. if that would be painful or if that would just be like, eh, whatever, man. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Do you do you have one? Yeah, I got one. Okay. So this is from UPI.com. So a brewery offers twenty thousand dollars to hike the Appalachian Trail while drinking beer. So a Virginia Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Appalachian Trail is like fourteen hundred miles long. Uh well, I'm about to tell you. So a Virginia brewery announced uh, it is seeking a chief hiking officer. Who will be paid $20,000 to spend five to seven months hiking the Appalachian Trail and drinking beer. The Devil's Backbone Brewing Co. based in Lexington uh, said it's accepting applications for people who love hiking and beer to take on the, the unique job. Lexington, the, Kentucky? Um, I think it's Lexington, Virginia. Okay. Uh, the winning applicant will be granted the Chief Hiking Officer title and be flown out to the trailhead in 2021 for a 2,200-mile hike. The hiker would tackle the trail between May and September of 2021, would be outfitted with equipment by the brewery, as well as being treated with some big old beer parties along the way. So they're throwing this motherfucker parties. Parties on the Appalachian Trail. Uh, the, app- uh, the application on the company's website consists of some personal information, proof of social media, and blogging savvy, and a video explaining why the applicant should receive the position. The company said that Best application will be selected for interviews and an assignment to complete for the next round of eliminations. So, you get to hike. Do If you love to hike and you're savvy on social media and you have a good following and you love to drink beer, they throw you parties on a fucking mountain. <laughs> One question. Ryan. What? Would you even, a beer aside, would you hike the Appalachian Trail 2,200 no. miles for $20,000? No. I'm not physically fit to hike no, to but the for bathroom. 20, <laughs> no, but would you, though? If you if you were able to actually do it, would you do it for $20,000? It would take you... You would have to... Let's just say you would have to leave work for three to four months to hike this fucking thing for twenty grand. I don't know. I would not. That's a that is a long fucking way. I don't think twenty thousand. I don't think twenty thousand dollars is worth it to me. From May to September. No, that's the hottest months of the year. You might get eaten by a bear. And plus, you're just drinking beer, so you would sweat like a bitch. You would also <laughs> you would also be dehydrated like a fucking bitch too. Yeah, I think they're just. Well, I think well, honestly, good I think luck. people might be following you. Good luck because they're throwing you parties on yeah. the on the on the trail. No, it's probably like everywhere every you, checkpoint. It's probably like wherever you go. Like there's a checkpoint. I hmm. I I have always I have uh, been thinking about actually you know maybe going and doing like a part of it, but. You know, no more than like a couple days eventually in my life. Not the whole fucking thing. Well, I watched a YouTube video on this guy. He just, I think that's what he's doing. He might be walking the Appalachian Trail or hiking the Appalachian Trail. And he would just do like stop at different spots and they'd like camp on a mountain and all this stuff. And he would, um, he was showing uh, different ways of making coffee. It was making, making coffee on while hiking. And he just showed like different nights. And he would had these different things of making coffee. And it was pretty sweet. Right. 
So, uh, so for any of those who are interested in free beer and uh, three or four months of some hard ass hiking, it's you know, five to seven. The people that you May know, and May through September. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> there, it's a, that's some hard ass shit though. That's dense forest. Like nobody is fucking out there. It's not like you're going through like downtown Chicago. It's just like, oh hey, going down the walking trail. Hey Steve, how's Martha? See you guys. If you're not doing that, man, like you're fucking rugged. That, that's some rugged shit, dude. Mountain lions. I hope you don't like ticks, or I hope you, I hope you don't, or I hope you like ticks because they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna get drunk. Fucking <laughs> a lot of them. They're getting drunk. Yeah, there's gonna be some drunk ticks on you. So, um, this story I have: a turtle smashed through a woman's windshield while she was driving on the highway. It's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope so. So a woman in Georgia uh, left. Oh, okay. So, so, uh, so did somebody woman, throw it? <laughs> I don't know. So, a woman in Georgia uh, was left a little shell shocked. Haha. Uh, when a Good turtle, one. When a turtle went flying. <laughs> Good one, across, CNN. <laughs> yeah. When a turtle went flying across the highway and threw her windshield. So it's just like a fucking. Somebody threw it. <laughs> is this like a Daffy Duck hockey puck or what? Somebody did not want their turtle in their house and they threw it and it smashed through somebody's windshield. So, uh, nearly uh, striking her passenger in the face. So, uh, LaTanya Lark uh, was driving along Harry S. Truman Parkway in Savannah, Georgia, with her brother, Kevin Grant, um, on May 19th to run a few errands. In a split second, the pair found themselves face-to-face with an unlucky turtle. Oh, you can fucking say that. So, I saw out the corner of my eye what I thought was a brick. Um, Lark told CNN, I told my brother, oh my God, there's a brick flying across the highway. No sooner than I said that it impacted my vehicle. It scared me uh, so bad. It sounded like a bomb went off and glass went all over my brother. Um, if she hadn't slowed down when she did, the turtle may have gone entirely through the windshield and hit her brother in the face, probably decapitating him. Uh, the small business owner said, I just remember shielding myself while my sister screamed my name. Uh, after the turtle hit the glass, she was literally in shock and kept driving. I was the one covered in blood and telling her to calm down and call 911. Fortunately, Grant uh, suffered minor cuts from the broken glass. The turtle, however, was met with a much more unfortunate fate. It died. <laughs> it was uh, met with a mo- <laughs> more unfortunate fate. Dot, dot. Colon, it died. Colon, it died. <laughs> no shit. How in the fuck is this turtle flying across the highway is what I'm wondering. They are unsure. Uh, so the uh, Chatham County Police Department, they're, they're unsure how the turtle ended up airborne. The siblings suspect another vehicle struck the turtle and it ended up soaring across the other side of the highway. <laughs> That's crazy. We're so grateful because this could have been fatal, she said. It really could have, honestly. Um, Look at that brick. <laughs> but the really sad part is that the turtle died. That was really upsetting. This shouldn't have been crossing the highway. <laughs> yes, it is upsetting. It is upsetting that the turtle unfortunately met its end. But also, your brother could have no head. Like yeah. he could, he could be one of the Guptas. He could have the, been colon. It died. <laughs> yeah, he could have been one of the goop, like a real life Gupta off the Mario Brothers movie. Just a fucking turtle sitting right here. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a reptile version of the headless horseman from Sleepy Hollow. Man. Oh, all right. Let's do one more. Okay, so uh, I have. Let's see. So, oh 
shit fuck. That okay, so day tripper day trippers enjoy sunshine at a toxic lagoon. Um, so pictures have emerged uh, that show a load of day trippers bathing and enjoying the bank holiday sunshine. Um, at, a si- at a site in Derbyshire, England, thought to be a local beauty spot, despite the fact it is full of toxic waste. So this this is a beautiful. It, it, it really does. It looks like it. Yeah, it looks very, like a limestone quarry. Yeah, with like, I think that it is a limestone. It is a limestone quarry uh, with a beautiful. It, it's a it's a lake. It's a massive lake. It's like a and, baby blue or a lagoon, water. basically. Uh, and it is bright baby blue, and it gets darker as it gets deeper. So it's something that would look very tantalizing to swim in. But during the good weather in UK over the long weekend, which is Memorial Day, uh, people started to turn up. Uh, at Harper Hill, a quarry near uh, Buxton, known locally as the Blue Lagoon. Uh, that's despite the fact that it has been described as probably the most dangerous water in the UK by Derbyshire's chief constable. Oh, shit. Uh, basically, the old quarry has enough horrible stuff in it to make it really dangerous to humans. In fact, the pH value of the man-made lake makes it akin to taking a dip in a bath of bleach. Shit. Um, that's before you get to the fact there are also old cars, feces, and animal carcasses in the water. Um, it looks gorgeous, but yeah, that's uh, why they call it a lagoon. <laughs> yeah. Even so, people flocked to. Uh, we all down float down here, Georgie. Even even so, people went uh, come from all around to visit the the this beautiful la- blue lagoon. Well, it is beautiful. Um, but under no circumstances should you swim there. In fact, there are signs. All around the place, saying that you shouldn't swim there, and uh, one uh, person said from Sheffield told Derbyshire Live, "My family has been coming here for years, so I thought it would be it would be busy, but I didn't expect it to be this busy. To be fair, we'll uh, we've just come down with the kids for a picnic, but I don't think we'll stop for long. I can't believe how busy it is." Uh, another person says, I'm amazed people are swimming. The signs make it obvious how dangerous it is. <laughs> the authorities have gone so far to try to deter swimmers that they've uh, even been dyeing the waters with black dye for years to try to encourage people from but it's blue. <laughs> heading in. I think they haven't dyed it in a while. Uh, so earlier this year, author uh, Lord Something called the practice disgraceful and added, this is what a police state is like. It is a state in which a government can issue orders or express preferences with no legal authority and the police will enforce the minister's wishes. What the fuck is this? I think he's a activist. Oh, okay. Like, uh, you can't keep us from fucking swimming. Yeah, either way, don't listen to Let's that Let's read the sign. Don't listen to that last paragraph. There is a big warning sign that says, Warning, do not enter water due to high pH levels. This can cause skin and eye irritation, stomach problems, fungal infections such as thrush, other infections such as rashes. Think, would you, this is on the sign, think, would you swim in ammonia, pH, which is 11.5, or bleach, which is pH 12.8? Well, these are similar to the Blue Lagoon. It has a pH of 11.3. So it's close to swimming in ammonia. Like, put a bottle of like Windex. Like, you clean your floor in it. Like, if you swam in Windex. Basically, because Windex has ammonia in it. I don't know what the pH So, is, however, but. despite something's concerns, you should really obey the advice and stay out of the water. So, he's like an activist saying, let the people swim if they want to. Yeah, but then he's like, uh, no, not this one. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it might be pretty to look at, but you're running a gauntlet with your own health if you fancy a swim there. So this is like one of those. Like, this is why England's so. This is like up. that episode of Futurama, like the people in the fucking in like old New York, like underneath New you New York, like that's what you're gonna look like. You're but gonna like, have to live in your fucking mom's basement forever. But like you know, Cockney, right? Yeah, the, the language. Yeah, it's that's you go swimming in that and you come out Cockney. <laughs> yeah, probably. So Derbyshire Fire and Rescue Service. Uh, tweeted on Monday to say, we're aware of people continuing to visit Harper Hill Quarry, known locally as the Blue Lagoon. Um, let's see. So, did you know it gets its blue color from toxic dis- deposits seeping from the quarry stone and has the same pH value as bleach? Uh, would you swim there? Hashtag stay away. <laughs> uh, you'd be safer taking a dip in the Barnard Castle or something. Huh. I don't know what that means. I don't know what the I think it's another. Is. I think it's another place you can okay. go. So, uh, people, don't... Let's just say don't swim in bleach. Yeah. And uh, if you go to visit the Blue Lagoon, if you're ever in the UK, and you're, or if we have any people listening from the UK, don't go to the uh, Harper Hill Quarry. Uh, or do and tell me how it is. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how the water feels that day. Dip your toe in. Tell me if your eyeballs shrink. <laughs> yeah. Tell me if your kids get thrush. Yeah. Or, or your dick falls off. Yeah. Or if your girlfriend gets like a fucking... A ser- she won't get a, a yeast infection because it's bleach. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure the pH levels of this will give your girlfriend a vagina full of teeth. Yeah. And or then, breast cancer. And then when she says she's hungry, you'd say, which mouth is it? <laughs> All right, that's the episode, everybody. Thank you so much. We appreciate all the downloads, all the listens, all the shares, every fucking thing you do for us because we do this show for you. We love you guys. We appreciate you very much. Um, Just want to say be safe out there. You know, it's still Rona season. You know, the riots are fucked up. So just be safe. Just be careful. Know what you're doing. Think ahead of time. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Stay safe. Don't take any fucking shit. Let's end this episode. Love the fuck out of you guys. The Comcast loves you. Thank you for tuning in to episode 61. Look forward to seeing you guys next week. Every, everybody have a wonderful fucking week. We love you. And remember, when life gets hard, when life gets you down, when there's bleach in the water, <laughs> when, you're, when your girl's got a vagina full of teeth, use a seal condom, dust off, and don't take no shit from anybody, and milk that motherfucking pig, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. We out.